as Jeremiah Clark emphasized last week, the believer's heart attitude is vital to the way he thinks, speaks, and acts. The heart is who a person truly is before God, and the heart is what will eventually be revealed. This week, Cody Bill studies specific attitudes every Christian should develop toward God in this series entitled Heart Attitudes. Good morning. Welcome back to Walk Talks this morning. Glad to have you back with us again talking about heart attitudes this week. On Monday, we des- described or defined what a heart attitude is, uh, just that predisposed thought or feeling about someone or something that usually affects my actions. And then yesterday, we discussed a right heart attitude toward God and who He is in our lives. And we used Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 for that and just talking about how we're to trust God in every area of life with everything and to not trust ourselves and to acknowledge or recognize Him for who He is. And in that, it goes even deeper to having a knowledge of God, knowing Him, knowing His thoughts, knowing His will, and and getting to know that so intimately that it affects every area of our life so that we will quit trusting ourselves. And then the promise comes and he will direct the path. And now we get to a right heart attitude about God's word. And I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for all of them, but this one really is the next layer because in order for me to have a right heart attitude toward God and who he is, I have to. It's, it's a prerequisite. It is a mandatory requirement that I have a right heart attitude about his word. And when I say his word, you know I'm referencing the Bible. And so how do I get to know God? You know, I used the illustration yesterday of working for somebody and trying to get to know the way that person thinks so that I can anticipate the right move that I can make and I can have the right tool or the right supply or or make something happen the way the boss wants it to happen. And to do that, I have to get to know that person. I have to study that person. Okay, let's take that over to me being a Christian, a child of God. How do I get to know how God thinks? How do I get to know his will? How do I get to know what he wants the outcome to be? Well, it's the same principle. I need to study him. I need to get to know him. I need to get an understanding of how he thinks. Well, how do I get that? Like, God is not right here in front of me. I can't see him. I can't, I don't hear him talk to me audibly. I, I, there's not those physical senses in which I can study that person. How do I study God? We study him through his word. How do I get to know God and, and, and acknowledge the mind of God or get to know the mind of God? Well, there is one man in the Bible, I referenced him in the first Monday's podcast about the life of David. When Samuel was, was choosing David, God says, I'm not looking on the outward appearance. In other words, I'm not looking at the outward appearance of his brothers who they all look so good and they're, they look like they look kingly. No, he said, I'm not, I look on, you look on the outward appearance, Samuel. You're looking at these guys going, ooh, ah, at the outward appearance. But me as God, I'm looking at his heart. And if you read further, you know David to be described in scripture as the man after God's own heart. That was, that was the description given to David. What a description. 
the man after God's own heart. That's, that's pretty, pretty amazing. Well, you know that David wrote the book of Psalms or many of, many of the Psalms in, in the book of Psalms. And David was a very prolific writer about the word of God and his view of the word of God. And I want to read a few of these different passages in Psalms about David's view of God. I'm going to start with Psalm chapter 19, verses 7 through 11. It says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Did you pick up on David's heart attitude about God's word? I hope you did. I hope you understand that David loved God's word. In fact, David not only loved God's word, he was looking at God's word and describing it. And his description, it's just all-encompassing. What did that really look like in David's life? Well, that meant that David used God's word to understand who God was and to gov- he used God's word to govern his life. In other words, he used God's word as the foundation for how he lived. I want to read you another passage, uh, and I'm going to turn to it quickly. Psalm uh, 86, the 86th Psalm, uh, and verse 11. And it says, Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. Well, where do you find God's way? In his word. It says, Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Where is God's truth found? In his word. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I'm going to read you one more. Um, one, of the, one of the Psalms that is uh, probably the most famous for being about God's word. It's the longest chapter in the Bible, Psalm, Psalm the, uh, the 119th Psalm. And we're going to go all the way down to verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. That's a pretty simple statement, but it is very big. Your word, God, is a lamp to my feet when I'm walking in darkness. In other words, it shows the way before me, and it is a light to my path. In other words, it illuminates the path before me. If you remember yesterday talking about a proper heart attitude toward God, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct that he will direct the way or the path. In other words, he is going to give you direction. His word illuminates that direction. In other words, it shows you what that direction is. I remember as a young man hunting with my dad, and we would go out into the woods, and we would sit there in the evening from mid-afternoon until after dark. And I would be sitting there when I was 10, 11 years old, and my dad would give me the instruction to not try to get out of my tree stand, to sit there and wait for him to come. And man, it would get dark and the woods would make weird shadows. And, and so by the time he got there, it would be pitch black dark. And I would always love to see his light coming down through the woods. And when we got down there, when he got to me, I would crawl down out of that tree and we would get on the path going back out and his light would show the direction. 
If I was standing there in the dark without a light, I wouldn't have known which way to go. That's how God's word is to us. My heart attitude towards God's word needs to be one of, I am going to depend on God's word to show me the right way. My heart attitude towards God's word needs to start with the understanding that God's word is absolutely true and that it contains everything that I need for guidance in my life. It is the foundation for my life and my main source for knowledge about God and his will for my life. You look at the life of David, and I would encourage you to read more about what David said about God's word and to study for yourself. There are so many other passages. Uh, It says the word of God is uh, quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of, of, of the soul and spirit of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. In other words, it already, it discerns how I think and the intent of my heart, or how my heart attitude is. That intent indicates attitude. Man, God's word is powerful, and my heart attitude towards God's word is the key to understanding who God is and acknowledging him and living in a knowledge of who God is. My attitude or my predisposed thought towards God's word needs to be that's the authority in my life. I would challenge you to read more about it, study more about it. You'll understand that's what God's intention is for his word, is to be the absolute governing authority in my life. I would ask you to please ponder these thoughts about our heart attitude. And until tomorrow, I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow on our last heart attitude, a heart attitude in prayer. Thanks for being part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media to get sneak peeks at future episodes and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's word to take your next step in following Christ.